Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. Everybody. Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys. What is up, Split Line Nation? Episode 051, coming at you. We're back, back on a weekly routine. We're excited to be back, talking racing. We're going to be at the Bur Oak. Bur Oak, yeah. We're going to be at the Bur Oak this Other coming known weekend. As John Penton. John Penton, round two. <laughs> We're going to have Mike Witikowski on the line today talking uh his last race podium uh in the xc2 bike class and uh it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good show yeah great show man it's gonna be a great show uh so what'd you get into over the weekend oh man i'm sore (laughs) (laughs) i went riding out at track 93 yesterday uh with the family and uh it was a good time we had a lot of fun first time being out at that track uh nice facility um they got a good thing going there hope it continues and uh yeah yeah good time out there what about you yeah fun catching some air or what it was or did uh, you keep all four on the ground no no we got some air (laughs) we we did the jumps as um what's that old uh team owner just do the dump jumps and you'll be fine oh uh, oh, Um, yeah yeah um, yeah yeah um shoot i just listened to him the other day on a podcast yeah (laughs) that's pretty bad uh shoot but uh yeah did all the jumps <laughs> just had, went out there had a good time it was it was fun yeah yeah what it's about you nice place. what'd you get into uh football football and more football mm-hmm. three no mm-hmm. on the season guys i'm sorry I'm, I'm doing my job we're winning games yeah you know we'll, we'll chalk that up to the talent on the field that's right yeah it's not it's not the coaching no no, no. we'll chalk that no. up for, for i really wanted talent. to come out and ride though I, oh my gosh buddy race was supposed to happen my partner backs out on me jonathan yeah <laughs> not no names <laughs> Uh, backs out. He gets tickets to the W Virginia Tech game. Oh, so I, I may have backed out so on you too. So he backs out. I'm like, come on, dude. I may have backed out on you too with but that one. I, I forgive him. I forgive Speaking him. of the WVU Virginia Tech game, let's oh, let's geez. talk about that just for a oh, second. Geez. We suck. We got lucky. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if we suck that bad. We suck. I mean, we got a good defense. We got a really good defense. For the first half. For the first half, that's what that's how we won the game. Well, yeah, I mean, never mind. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not getting into it. Not getting into it. I'll make you mad here. This, this will we'll turn t- into a college football podcast. Listen, real listen quick. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like you're going to have a new quarterback at some point in time in the future. It's looking that way. Neil Brown can't get over his love <laughs> for Decky. Yeah, can't do it. I'm sorry, he just can't. I mean, I just okay. I think that you're going to see the transition. Nah. You're going to see you're going to see green start coming in a little bit more, a little bit more. Sorry guys, sorry for this think- intrusion on our <laughs> racing podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll get off of it here in a second. <laughs> we'll just say real quick. Uh, does WVU beat Oklahoma this weekend? F no. <laughs> Final score. Do we cover the spread at least? Oh man, I think we're I think we're uh, spot. I think they're spotting a seventeen. I mean Oklahoma. O- Oklahoma's they, they've been suspect. struggling all year, but they look suspect. They have, but I mean, if we play like like the first half a whole game. I mean, there's there's a good chance we win, but I, yeah, yeah, it was lucky. I don't know. <laughs> Top, hey, Neil Brown just pisses me off. <laughs> give him time. Just trust the climb, trust Brandon. Mm-hmm. Trust the climb. I yeah. say we. I say we I, go I, into Norman I'll, and. Uh, I trust Iron Man Hill before I trust his climb. <laughs> Iron Man Hill. Oh jeez. Would you climb Iron Man Hill? Before I on trust the climb. Yeah, why not? I try it on a bike too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you would do it on a bike before a quad, right? I don't know. Never seen it. <laughs> What's her name? I think, <laughs> I think, I, I mean, I feel like if you were in the PM race, because remember, was it last year that they decided that um, only pro and A, a guys could, could, could run the hill? Yeah. Uh, if I'd have been allowed to If no to one's it, in my way. Yeah. If no one's in my way. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen too many YouTube videos. Yeah, there's some good too, YouTube too, videos. Too many YouTube of videos of people getting stuck <laughs> in, my, in people's way. Hey, let's thank our sponsors before we get into this. Uh, Guts Racing, since 1985. They've been the leader in seat innovation and technology. Uh, if you don't trust me, you should trust people like Thad Duvall, Joel Hetrick. Legends like that trust Guts in the woods, on the track. I had the uh, Guts seat cover uh, with me this weekend out at Track 93 and uh, held up well. Held me to the seat. Good times. Um, yeah, so uh, trust Guts. Go visit Guts. Get a seat cover. Um, style. Performance, they got it all. They got even got some nice apparel coming out too. Yeah, absolutely. Like a little bit of hat, a little bit of shirt. It's a cool, clean logo. Yeah, isn't it? There's something about it. Yeah, it's just cool. Like just like I always said, just something about it. You walk through the pits. Cool if you ain't running guts, right? You just walk through the pits. You're like, man, yeah, sick. You know what else I had on the bike this weekend? What's that? I had some Seal Savers coil savers on the front end of that uh, TRX 450R. And listen, it was a dusty day, right? Mm -hmm. Dust is kind of bad as well yeah but uh i may uh, may or may not have found the only mud hole on the track <laughs> in the first you lap your gncc right and uh, i didn't do it on purpose but i found the mud <laughs> hole and uh buried it right in the mud um and uh came home today and pulled the uh, seal savers off that were all caked with mud and dust and i mean just shining shine like just the you could still smell the sc1 on it from 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 uh so this weekend should, should seal savers make like a whole seal saver for the bike like a whole bike saver yes or, i would I mean, feel, just, if they made a seal saver for me to sit <laughs> to sit inside i feel i would feel i feel safer how for cool sure. would that be if you just walk uh you know how like people do the wraps and they wrap it like uh <laughs> and then just walk over and peel it off like duct tape you know yeah. like this some tape yeah exactly exactly all, you don't have to worry about cleaning the bike no more you just peel it off yeah yeah, sick. exactly. But Seal Savers, they were the first and original fork seal protection. 21 years in the business. Simple and easy installation with the ultimate protection. They also have stuff for side-by-sides, cars, uh, mountain bikes. You guys that are you know, going to be going to the 24-hour mountain bike race here in about a month, I mean, that's a long time on a bike. Yeah. Protect those seals. Get uh, seal savers on it for sure. Yeah. Um, and you can use the split line discount code uh anytime you make an order please use that code and uh you know uh support us save 25 percent. support them save 25 percent. the code is capital s and split line yeah. and that's it it's please easy. use it please use it yeah so uh if you guys want to support the show the best way to support our show is to support the people that support the show exactly guts racing seal savers thank you guys for coming on the show and helping us Cooper out brandon Cooper, yeah, <laughs> we appreciate it. So, let's get into it. Uh, we got the Burrow coming up. Yep. Um, we're excited to make our picks at the end of the show. We're going to be picking the uh, XC1 dirt bike and the XC1 ATV race, and then we also got to do the uh, contest again because none of you fools picked the <laughs> picked the right combination. Bunch of fools. So, I wouldn't uh, pick that either, guys. Sorry. Are we going to do second place, third place, fourth place? Mm. What are we going to do this week? I tell you what, we'll, we'll ask Mike. Wittikowski. Yeah. We'll let him choose what position everybody has to choose. There we go. There we go. And that's going to be the decision. So uh, make sure you guys listen to the end of the show and find out what position you guys need to be picking for. And we'll make a post throughout the week. And you guys can uh, make your picks and uh, enter to win a Guts Racing seat cover. Yes. So, uh, man, Burroke, what's the first thing you think of when you think of the John Penton facility and uh, the Burroke race? Fun. I, a lot of people like that a lot track. of people love that track um everybody i've ever talked to they're like dude if you haven't raced it go race it it's uh perfect for if you're just thinking about maybe trying to gncc this yep. is not too crazy not too rough uh, a little used to have a little bit of motocross mm-hmm. into it a little bit of you know woods what i think of, i think of like uh, history at that place um you, you watch the videos there and you see the track and, and and it's dug down so deep in some of these places to where it's like man you could tell that place has been raining for a lot of years and there's been a lot of history at that place um uh, it seems like there's always really good racing there uh, on the atv side bryson neal has been the man um at the baroque um uh the signature section i think it's always the, on the monster mile where mm-hmm. they come through the bottom and it's like that kind of huge rock garden yeah. and have to make that climb out of there um i believe uh um there was a a couple good passes in that section um 
But uh, Walker Fowler, he's going to be coming off this weekend with a with a point to prove after having a less than stellar um, Mountaineer had a you know a couple uncharacteristic crashes. Um, Hunter Hart got the win. He's coming off of a lot of motivation. So we got a lot of interesting stories to watch when it comes to the ATV ATV race this weekend, and um, we also got a lot of interesting stories because we got a t- pretty tight battle um, in the XC1. Uh, bike yeah. bike race so it's going to be a really fun weekend we're going to have a lot of racing good racing to watch weather should be yeah, good say the weather right now the way it's looking should be pretty good because we're going to get a little rain on wednesday yep so it should be really nice yep we're getting into that uh, kind of almost getting to that tipping point of fall season coming around so uh there's nothing like racing in the fall no. you got racing and then you go home and watch football, football. yeah Watch the Mountaineers win, uh, beat Oklahoma this weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, what do you say we uh, go ahead and get Mike on the line and talk to him? I, I'm excited to hear about how his season has went so far and yeah. um, his uh, his uh, Mountaineer and what he's looking Summer forward break. to in the Burr Oak coming up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Let's go, let's go ahead and get him on. All right, guys, we're back, and we have Mike Wachowski on the show. And, uh, Mike, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, it's it's nice to be on some podcasts like this uh, and enjoy enjoy chatting about the year and everything. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, stellar race this past race. Uh, we were talking to you right before you came on, and um, uh, we know you've had kind of an up-and-down year, but, uh, dude, um, good, solid race at the Mountaineer this past weekend. And, uh, yeah, why don't you uh, talk to us a little bit about your season and the last race, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, we'll go from there. <clears throat> yeah, so basically I started the year, like, really well. Um, I won the first race. I think I won by a fair margin also, like, maybe almost two minutes. Um, and then I went into the following rounds. I was, like, obviously high on confidence. Like, everything was going really good. Um went to florida i think it was i was had like a sickness so i I did okay there i got like third um went to the next round i think it was georgia um and got i think i got second but had a really bad crash i was bad on uh for the lead with with johnny there um but then after that kind of things snowballed like snowballed and uh, i came down with like an illness and it was just like i didn't know what was going on i went to a bunch of different doctors and I was like, man, I know I'm not this this bad out of shape or like I, I just like winning the first round and to where I was then, like couldn't even finish, um, was in the back of the pack. It was just it it was bizarre. So I was like, All right, I need to really figure out what, what this is. Um, doctors pretty much wrote me off. And then I finally I, I took off um, for snowshoe, didn't race that one because uh, the boss man, Randy here at Yamaha was pretty much like, Hey, we need to figure out what's wrong. So it's not like, um, big health or big, um, anything with the company or we don't want to see you like Coke out of there pretty much. Right. So pretty much, um, I, I came across a really good doctor. He, uh, figured out what was wrong and we, um, I got on the right medication, all that good stuff over summer break, put in a really hard month of pretty much like a, mini boot camp uh rode at stews a lot with him just uh pushing pushing one another that helped a lot and then came into this race and uh felt really good um i feel like i could have battled with the front two guys but i was pretty much just like uh, i need to just have a solid result and come back and then finish these next ones on the podium um and hopefully some wins too but um it's been honestly just such a such a long year and uh, I, I had like I was in the lowest of lows, and it was just so nice to um, even get third. Usually, I'd be a bit mad about that, but it was it was nice. Yeah, I mean uh, that's pretty interesting because I don't think a lot of people knew knew that because uh, I know you were a big championship favorite coming into this year uh, with you and DeLong, and uh, you know with the battle from last year coming into this year uh, in the points and stuff. So um, I was curious what was going on. So that's that's pretty cool um, to hear the inside of that. Uh, I'm glad you seemed to figure out what was going on and what was wrong. So that's awesome and. Uh, it's hard to do um, bouncing back from when you're really low in in the season and and coming out of it and trying to you know battle back. That's that's awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was tough for sure. Like 
I know just if you look at Stu's um, story from last year, like he was, I mean, he wasn't sick by no means, but he had like injury and stuff. And if you watch, I actually watched his video recently um, that was done just where he was. And then he just started clicking off wins when he did come back, which was super cool story. And it's kind of seems like the same for me in a way, like just um, being at the bottom, like no one, no one cares or <laughs> checks up on your, I guess you can figure out who your real friends are, but yeah. Um, I don't know. It's funny that way. And then when you do well, a bunch of people hit you back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it shows a lot of character to be able to, like Brandon was saying, like kind of pick yourself up by your own bootstraps. And, um, um, you know, cause you, like you said, Brandon said you saw a potential last year with, with a good, uh, run. And then, and then this year, <clears throat> starting off so well um and then you know you have uncharacteristic finishes and then you just pull yourself up throughout the uh summer break and uh you have a really good race this past weekend um uh is the mountaineer track uh, a track that that you enjoy or or do you think that it was also more of of just the hard work that you were putting in over the summer break um uh what do you got to say about about that track yeah um the track was honestly super gnarly. Like it's, it's very rocky there. And the bike only section we raced, uh, this year was, I don't know if you guys seen it or anything, but it was pretty dang tough. Um, I know my, I was, we were looking at my heart rate stats and like in that section, I would peak out like 200 beats. Wow. So I was like, <laughs> it was so like every, I think we did six laps. So every, every like time I went through there, it's like maxed out. But it was it was cool. Like I, I would say I enjoy that track just because it's like technical and you gotta really finesse the bike and your riding style. And then also you gotta have um super good like uh suspension setup and I think I really did well with that this year. I wanted to make sure um the bike felt good and and it, it obviously did. It was on the softer side and absorbed all the rocks and it was um probably a really good track to come back at um the speeds weren't too high it was kind of like slower slower pace but it was just it was taxing on the body no doubt and but i think the work i put in in the summer obviously paid off and i actually um did a lot of rock riding with Stu, so i was like pretty comfortable in that yeah yeah um back to that the heartbeat thing i i really find that interesting like to me that that interests me because uh a lot of people don't think woods riding uh, and riding in the woods um, will get your heart rate that high. Yeah, a lot of moto guys will say, you know, oh, those guys are good at kind of a lower heart rate for a longer period of time. But when you throw stats out like that, I mean, it's yeah. insane to be able to max out like that and then recover throughout the race. Um, it's it's wild. Especially for three oh, hours. Yeah. Three hours. Because, you know, you guys are running three hours out there and um, you probably hit that, what, six times that section what six times probably yeah, that's what he yeah, yeah. Six, yeah six, six laps yeah, yeah six laps yeah so at least six laps you're at 200 beats of you know for you know every bit of but two three minutes probably just by the time it goes up and then slowly comes back down and that's just yeah that's awesome like to me that's as a fitness standpoint that's that's pretty intense uh but uh what what do you um what are you looking forward like i these next two, we're getting three more rounds left. So, well, these next three rounds, what's your what's your goals looking like? Uh, honestly, um, I feel like I, I won't tell many people this, but I feel like I can win. And <laughs> don't, uh, don't worry, nobody listens to this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like to say it, and then oh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. You're I'm good. Just super superstitious, so I, I don't tell people. Like, obviously, I really want to win, but I put too much work in to um, to you know go there and. You'd be like, all right, I want to get second or third or whatever it is. So, um, it w like for my for my goals, I guess I, I definitely want to win. I think I can still. I wasn't too far off the pace um, this previous weekend. Um, so, like, those are all good signs. And then I, I enjoy this track and actually the next, or I guess the last three. So, they're really good tracks to me. Um, but if if I can't win, a podium would be awesome. Um, and then just good overall finish would be nice. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's, you know, when, when you come back and I'm sure, you know, this past weekend you were coming in and kind of, you know, 
you maybe you felt good, but it was still probably kind of an unknown because um, you put all that hard work in, had the issues with the health issues um, over the summer break, getting back from that. Um, so now that you've had a good solid result, you know I'm sure that it's it, it's a great building block because uh, you know at the beginning you were saying that that um, you felt like you had a, a, enough to maybe go run with the top two two but you wanted to make sure you got that solid result so now that you have the solid result on your belt um you know confidence is, is is a huge factor in a lot of this stuff yeah yeah absolutely I, I mean i was coming into this this last race i was like man i, I don't know because i haven't really tested my body to three hours yet and i was like man people are asking me like you good or like how are you gonna do and <laughs> I was just obviously say, yeah, everything's good, but, um, I mean, I was taking, I guess, taking my medication, doing everything I possibly could. Um, but I really didn't know deep down if I would last three hours because there was like when the problems would happen, it was like, it would come so randomly, um, like maybe the last hour or so. And I would just have nothing, um, to spare. So yeah, like, like you said, it's, um, it was kind of an unknown thing, but, I guess as the race started or how it was going, I was like, all right, I can manage this and um, we'll just have a really solid day. Yeah. So what's the, um, I'm curious to get your input on the, what, what do you feel like is like the hardest part about that third hour? Uh, that's something that neither Brandon or I have ever really experienced. Um, um, I race quads and, um, um, you know, two hours is hard enough, but I want to know, like, in your opinion, uh, once you get into that third hour, is it become more of a mental taxing, mental ta taxing, um, uh, situation or physical? Um, it's a, it's a bit of both, but I feel like, so honestly, when I'm, when I'm winning or doing good per se, it, it feels like, I don't know. I think it's just all adrenaline and you just black out and you don't remember really much <laughs> of the last hour to be honest. But I think, um, I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much when things are just clicking. I don't know if it, other people feel the same way, but it's almost like you go into a different world. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. I feel like I'm in a different world three hours, but, um, <laughs> it doesn't hurt that bad until you pull off the track and then it all hits you at once when your adrenaline dumps. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably, you know, one of the worst things that you could do, um, and a lot of people talk about this is if you go down or if you have an issue, that's when everything catches up with you. Um, and I'm sure it's, it is extremely hard to get everything kind of settled back down and get going again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, like per se, the last race, that bike only section, those couple times I had to get off and like push um, my bike and that obviously <laughs> takes a lot out. And then you're like, man, I got to recover really quick. But, um, with my training, which helps is like, we'll do a lot of sprint work on uh, just maxing up the heart rate and then bringing it back down. So like when you do crash or something happens, you can recover quickly and then it, it actually does help for the races and those scenarios. Is that something that you have to like, once you're trying to, to, to recover, is that something you have to focus on? Um, does it happen naturally or are you like, okay, for the next, you know, however long it takes, I have to focus on breathing and, and maybe back it down a half a percent. Yeah. Per, yeah, definitely. Um, I would back it down a little bit and just, you know, regroup, um, make sure I was getting, getting my breath in and, um, just basically readjust and then just take a point to where you feel like you recover and just start sprinting again or, or riding at a faster speed. Okay. Uh, so a little off the topic of uh, racing, uh, what do you like to do for fun? What do you do through the week besides ride? <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, it consumes my life. <laughs> <laughs> it does most um, of us. It does most of us. Yeah. I, I, I don't have many hobbies at all um, during the year. I pretty much just, just cycle, run, go to the gym, and then like in my free time, I'll just chill at the house, um, play with the dogs or watch. Actually today is my off day. And, uh, I was just watching some film from the race, um, that we're going to this weekend just from last year. So just trying to like learn as much as I can or, or see what, you know, the terrain's like and try to ride that 
kind of similar stuff during the week. But as far as like hobbies, it's it's not much. Not much. Now, now, when you say watching film, are you a uh, like a GoPro guy um, um, uh, on like on YouTube? Is that what you're looking at? Yeah, honestly, anything on YouTube, whether it's GoPros or um, the Racer TV stuff, like yeah. the 20 minute videos, or yeah. actually the full ones. But you can pick up a lot on that and. It seems to help. You really can. And like, um, you know, I'm speaking from experience of, of my own. Like, I know that like um, I've watched a lot of Bryson Neal videos of uh, other of other tracks and that I've never even been to before. And then once I would go there, it was almost like, man, I kind of remember. It's like almost like I was here at some point. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I get what you're saying with that. It definitely helps for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's nice. Um like in this this one I'm, I was watching right before you, I got on here is it was just cr- like kind of cool to see how certain guys sprint away at certain points or how the end of the race is and um, like obviously Stu Stu and Ben were battling for the win at at this track last year so just certain things and even like pit stops like what they're consuming or just how quick it is or, or just little things you'll pick up on. So, um, are we with the Yamaha again next year or do you have that all figured out or? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be with them again next year. Um, so I think all three, the same guys will be back. back. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you still XC2 or going to XC1 or. Yeah, I'll be, uh, XC2 again. I, since I had a bad year this year, I really want to get the championship next year. Yeah. Um, until I, uh, I guess until I would move up to XC1. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, you never know because, you know, I mean, I, you're probably, like I figured, like I said, I thought maybe you might be moving up to XC1 because, you know, you have the speed. You just had a little bit of a bad year. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, you definitely have a ch- good chance la- next year for that XC2 title. Um, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have a little contest that we're going to do this, uh, this week. Yeah. Um, so what we're doing is um, – uh, last week we actually didn't get a winner because nobody selected the right people. But um, <laughs> we uh, we pick a, a, um, a random spot uh, in XC1 um, on the bike side and on the quad side, and uh, we make a post. And whoever gets the right uh, answer for both uh, ends up winning a free guts racing seat cover. Now. Our, we need your help because we can't decide on what position. Last week, what did we do? Second third. place? Third yeah, place? Third, yeah. Okay. We've done first place and third, third place, place before. Uh, so we need wh- – what position do you think we should use for the winner of the Guts Racing seat cover this week? Um, so you're talking like it has to be the same position for both ATVs yes. and bikes? Yes. yes. The first Man, one – The first one we, Yeah. See, with the first contest that we did – Was the winners. W- yeah, we, we, we did the winners and um, everybody picked <laughs> everybody picked Walker Fowler and Stu Baylor, um, and that's who ended up winning. So I was like, okay, we got to put uh, like forty five people in a randomizer now. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. so we we went was like let's make it a little harder and do third place, and then nobody got it this last week. So yeah, Fehan uh, uh, kind of messed it all up. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what position do you think would produce uh, not too many winners, but uh, the, just the right amount? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I guess a podium is like everyone can kind of predict that, yeah. right? Yeah. So maybe like four, like fourth, fourth or fifth, fourth. like yeah. anything in top five. Yeah, yeah. fourth. Okay, we'll, we'll go fourth. Yeah, fourth sounds good to me. Yeah. Fourth sounds good to me. So you guys heard it, and uh, we'll be making a post. <clears throat> so if you don't get it right, blame Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm that's right. Uh, I mean, that's, I don't even know who gets fourth. I mean, it's kind of random in ATVs, but bikes, I feel like you might be able to predict a little bit easier. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That fourth place position sometimes is a uh, little bit more of a toss-up than the podium for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, Mike, uh, we appreciate you coming on the show. And before we let you go, we have one question that we ask everybody uh, as, as a first time guest and it might be the hardest question of the day if you had to pick one fast food and one candy as like your favorite that's all you could ever eat as far as those two things are concerned what would it be man that's tough uh, yeah <laughs> hardest question of the show I'm telling you <laughs> uh, oh, is uh, five guys considered 
Yeah, we'll take it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, five guys. Five guys is definitely considered fast food. All right, I never eat there, but I have a couple <laughs> times and it's so good. So I'll pick that. <laughs> and uh, you said a candy. Yeah. Hmm. Usually after the race, I'll go and get like anything chocolate. But I would say, uh, I guess a Snickers. That's Snickers. pretty satisfying. Oh, yeah. Snickers, Snickers is a Snickers solid good. choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Brandon has to have a Snickers when he gets in a bad mood like those commercials. Right. So. Yeah, I do sometimes. I turn into Betty you White. You got some in studio one. right now? <laughs> no, we don't have any in studio. Right now, our studio is my is my ridiculously hot garage. One day we're uh, working on it. We're working on a studio. Yeah, one day we're going to get a studio with an air conditioner and then and then uh, maybe a heater in the winter. Got to start uh, at the bottom. <laughs> You should. Our setup is getting better. It, at one point in time, it was pretty janky. Uh, we would uh, actually share a mic with our guest and have them on speakerphone and just hold my phone to the microphone. Yeah, we've upgraded. We've upgraded since then. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gotten a little bit better. But hey, Mike, thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate uh, we appreciate your time and uh, yeah, man. Good luck in the uh, John Penton. Well. Hey. Jump in round two. <laughs> Real quick, who's who's going to get the championship? Ben Kelly or Stu? And I know you got to say uh, Stu probably. Oh, he trains with <laughs> Stu. <laughs> I gotta. I obviously I gotta say Stu, but not just that. I I see like what the dude does. Um, as far as like he might put on a front on social media, but he he works really really hard, and I know he wants it really bad. So, um. I think he'll be hard to beat as long as everything goes, you know, goes smoothly with the bike and everything like that. I tell you what, and you would know way more than we would um, by by knowing him personally. But it seems like ever since you know he came back from the injury, from the um, uh, the losing, from the not having a bike. it seems like it's been a, a different stew. It seems like he has been like laser focused and just an yeah. insane man on a mission. Um, do you see that throughout the week? Yeah, it's, it's unreal. Like, um, I'll do a lot of the same motos he will, um, and just try to pace off of them and stuff like that. But one day, actually, was, I think it was the week before this last race, he, uh, did an hour and 15 moto like on a moto track straight no brakes or anything and that's i mean if anyone knows that's pretty mental yeah that's insane that's, going, gonna say, yeah. even going 30 minutes yeah yeah no. i got there for like 20 and it feels like an hour so yeah <laughs> let an hour and 15 so, I mean, on moto. that that kind of justifies like how much determination like yeah like you said laser focus the guy has um but i've seen it like all summer he's He's out there riding like every day, goes to the gym, does all his stuff there. Um, yeah, he has fun, but I think that's like his, his, um, I don't know, helps him with obviously racing and to relax a bit, but he's, he's really dang good and he's got it figured out. I think he might have those guys just beat you know, mentally as well. Yeah. I mean, he's tough as nails. I've never seen somebody that's able to hit the ground so hard and literally bounce back up and, and, and just, keep a an insane furious pace um yeah it, it's 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 something special that's for sure Bra- last week brandon and i were talking about um being durable yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the husky guys yeah. uh brandon you know i classify myself as husky they're they're durable <laughs> yeah we're durable <laughs> durable guy <laughs> maybe that's the key maybe the dad bod is uh is is just you know some durability <laughs> yeah i think he's got dude, he's got reserves on, on the yeah. body yeah. to go three hours i mean he's he's strong as oh he super looks super strong he as, looks strong as an ox <laughs> yeah dude he is that's yeah that's awesome. awesome the shoals is pretty nice i haven't been I, I really want to make it down there and ride one one uh one year but uh it looks pretty nice down there yeah yeah honestly yeah come come down um they always prep at least one track um like on the motor like they have three very like they have one big motor track um an amateur motor track that's like ear ear like irrigated i guess uh-huh. so um in the summer it's really nice they keep it nice but and then a turn track with a couple of jumps um and then a bunch of woods but i don't know they pretty much got everything for any type of rider whether it's like a serious moto guy um off-road guys quad guys <laughs> no <laughs> yeah i know uh walker walker and them 
them guys came at the beginning of the year before Big Buck and made a loop there as well. Oh, so. That's awesome. I thought maybe they got kicked out. <laughs> nah, nah. Dude, we, mean, we enjoy it because it's what we race after them so oh, right, yeah, right yeah, for sure right i'm sure that yeah yeah i'm sure that helps uh um you know just real quick uh, we have a local series up here that actually runs bikes first and uh being a quad guy that is so weird uh going into <laughs> the woods with all those bike ruts like i literally last year brandon i i yeah. told you a ton a ton of times like I just got to make it through the first lap and then turn it on because uh, <laughs> because that first lap is interesting with all those bike ruts. Oh, I can can only imagine, especially if it's probably wet and like some deep deep bike ruts. Everything's off camber. I swear they do a lot of off camber up here. Everything's in our series, off camber. And it was it's tough. Where are you guys from? West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah, we're north south oh, West okay. Virginia. Yeah, so that uh, Mountain State Hair Scrambles is the is the series that we were talking about. Uh, but yeah, everything's off camber and. Uh, uh, do you guys do the the waxer? Is that around there? I've been, yeah. I, uh, that's in Parkersburg. So I've been to a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. been like Ohio, uh, Parkersburg area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like fast tracks over there. Oh, yeah. Fast tracks. That's, I, I love going around those GPs. Those, those are fun. Yeah. I used to live um, kind of in Chillicothe. I don't know if you guys know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. In, the, in Ohio. Yeah. That motor, that uh, fair, uh, I got, I'll call it a motocross track, but it's a big fairground. Mm -hmm. That track's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, out there. But yeah, yeah I uh, used to, I guess, ride around there a fair bit, maybe close to you guys. Yeah, yeah we sure. we did a little bit of the uh, fast tracks uh, indoor this winter as well, so that was that was fun as well. Oh, sick, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's about two hours. It's about uh, two hours from us, but I mean, it's any more motocross wise and stuff like that. That's pretty close. So yeah, right, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we finally got a, a local motocross track that popped up uh, recently in here Fairmont. in yeah track ninety three. Um, uh, right now they just do like practices throughout the week, but uh, uh, I mean, finally something. <laughs> Where's that? What town is that at? Uh, it's in Fairmont, West Virginia. So oh, nice. yeah, okay. so you're about thirty about thirty minutes from uh, High Point, Mount Morris. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, sweet. Yeah. yeah. So so if you're in the area for GNCC, you need to track the ride. Stop yeah, hit us summer. up. We'll come out and ride with you, or we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll watch you ride. I'll watch you ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh shoot. All right, Mike. We appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, thanks for your time today, and uh, awesome interview, buddy. We appreciate it. Good and good luck this yeah. weekend, buddy. Yeah, good luck yeah, this weekend. You. Yeah, thanks. Really appreciate that. And, you know, thank you so much for having me on. And if you guys ever want me back, just, just give me a shout. Absolutely, sure, man. man. We definitely will. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Later. All right, guys. Uh, that was uh, Mike Witkowski. We appreciate him coming on. And uh, it was really awesome interview. Uh, good guy. Sounds like uh, sounds like he's got everything kind of back on track yeah. and ready to put a really solid push in for the rest of the season. So uh, uh, we're looking forward to seeing him. Um out there at uh, the uh, John Penton round two, <laughs> the Baroque, and uh, and seeing what he can do. So I'm excited to see you know what he can do along with the rest of the field. Yeah, um, that's that's pretty impressive um, to pick yourself up middle of the season, figure oh, things out, huge. and come back out. And it's huge. It's, it's huh I'm sure taking that round off at uh, snowshoe. Uh, snowshoe did it did him a world of it difference. Did good, um, but I mean, I'm sure at the time he was probably beating himself up. He's like, man, I'm missing around. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, you're you're missing around and you're. You're you're already down in the dumps. It's kind of like Stu missing the first round. Like yeah. he says, if he loses this by one point, he's going to be like, I should have raced. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. What I mean? But um, uh, let's switch gears real quick yeah. and let's talk about uh, last week. We wasn't sure if that was the last uh, EMTB round, but we'd find out that it was the last EMTB round. Yeah. And what a battle, battle yeah. for the championship that was um they're really starting to have a solid series a solid um um uh pro level level yeah. riding um it, it's awesome to see uh that sport of emtb taking off in the gncc series and growing at a rapid pace uh so it's really cool to see that from from the pro class down i, I mean you know when we were at the races at uh snowshoe and at mount morris um uh, I was pretty surprised at how many rows there were and how many people there were in those. Uh, yeah, bikes. I mean, you you really don't think about it when you go to uh, a GNCC race. Um, at least I don't think about it. Um, you usually think about bikes and quads, you know, dirt bikes and quads, uh, things with motors. Uh, yeah. Now we got bicycles thrown into the the mix, um, with Stasics and EMTs. So um, 
that's really cool. It's a it's something that's going to come to our sport. I don't know how far it'll make or how far it'll go. Eventually, everything will be electric. I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think that I I think that EMTB is here to stay. I know that that you know you had they had that stint for a while with the side by side racing, um, and you know that ended up leaving. I'm pretty sure because of danger factors. Those were huge and fast so machines. Big. They're just so big. Um, and you know how fast, or I'm sorry, you know how close spectators yeah. onto those tracks sometimes I, i'm sure that they were thinking it's only a matter of time before something happens um and that's why that those got cut but uh i mean d- I, there's nothing wrong with it with a uh, no. uh e-mountain bike and and what a good place for electric mountain bikes to show off mm-hmm. what they are able to offer uh then G- i don't think there's a better place to have um, EMTB racing than a GNCC. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because, you know, everything's about ease. Everything's supposed to be a little bit easier, a little bit nicer. Um, and, you know, you're going to go climb hills all day. So why not at a GNCC? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And any EMTB dealer out there, um, we're open for, yeah. uh, you know, sponsorships. We would like to jump <laughs> on one of those bikes and, and, and ride for you. So, uh, oh, just putting that out there, split yeah. line. Split line over it. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon, uh, tell us who won the championship and, uh, let's talk about that, that battle real quick. Yeah, man. Uh, Charlie Mullins, uh, once again, wins the championship, but I'll tell you what, Nick Mackey, was on his tail, giving him a run for his money all season all long. Season Those two long. were back and forth all season long. Yes, uh, and then third place wasn't in that far of a distance no, either. No, uh, Kyle Smith uh, gave uh, was also on their tails. If one of those guys would have had a mess up, um, he was right there to uh, to to take the spot. So um, pretty much a three rider battle all year in the points. You know, Charlie Mullins has won every single pro uh, pro championship since the series mm-hmm. has started, and. I'm sure that he welcomes the battle, but I'm sure he's also a little bit like, man, yeah. like the level's been raised a little bit. Yeah. And those two, um, especially those two, have, have battled it out uh, all season long. And it's just really good to see. Um, it's good to see that competition level raising uh, in that class. So uh, uh, we're definitely going to do a better job of covering that. Uh, throughout the season and Brandon and I were talking um, you know a lot of you have asked for interviews from other people besides XC1 and XC2 riders so uh, we want to do a better job of covering them as well so uh, hold our feet to the fire because um, in the future we're going to start covering and running down um, the, the the races in the pro classes all pro classes yeah. women's uh, men's 4x4 pros and uh, EMTB as well. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, those guys work their butt off, so why not, why not give them a little bit of uh, spotlight? Right? Absolutely, absolutely. And plus, give you guys something to listen to. So let's real quick uh, before we close this show out, let's talk a little bit about um, our picks this weekend for the XC one and XC one uh, uh, bike classes yeah. uh, and uh, quad classes uh, this week. You know, going into um, <clears throat> one of the later rounds, the Baroque. Uh, you think about speed and. Um, on the on the quad side, I mean, it's hard to really look past um, look past Walker Fowler when it comes to being able to run that top pace uh, at a track like this. Um, he's done it so often, so well. Um, and then you know, like uh, um, like Mikey Waynes was saying last week, if there's one thing that Walker hates more than losing once, it's losing twice in a row. Mm-hmm. And you know he's going to come out with a ball of fire and ready to prove a point. Um, you know, I think that you're going to see Walker jump out into the lead and um, um, really try to put a pace in that where he can do a vintage Walker race and run away uh, and to never be seen again <laughs> until the finish line. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to personally have to go with Walker winning this race with Hunter Hart finishing in second. Uh, Hunter's really, really showed a lot with um, his style of racing. He's shown that he's elevated himself up to that, to that top tier and that he's ready to, um, he's ready to be a constant first, second, uh, third place guy um, week in and week out and uh, I think that's going to lead him to a second place finish this weekend I think that he's probably going to try I think he's probably going to be able to hang on to Walker for a while mm-hmm. um, as long as he's able to get a start with Walker because you know Walker's going to get the whole shot 
I mean, it's almost a given at this point that Walker gets the whole shot and is first into the woods. And if he's if he doesn't get the whole shot, then he finds his way into the lead uh, in that first lap. Yeah. Uh, so I think those two um, get out front and uh, try to put a uh, gap on everybody else, and uh, Walker ends up finishing first, Hunter second, and. Um, I tell you what, I think the Gator's been a little quiet lately, <laughs> and um, uh, you know he's put in the work. He's been at a lot of local races, as always. Um, he didn't have the race that he was wanting to have at the Mountaineer like he did last year, and uh, I think that he's going to come in third this weekend, though. Yeah. I think uh, um, between him and McClure, those two are going to have one of their good battles that they've had all season. Mm-hmm. Those two have battled all season, Yeah, and uh, uh, I think that... Uh, that uh, Adam McGill gets the third spot this weekend. Interesting. Good take. I mean, you're pretty much right on. Uh, it's, you know, we're, we're right in Walker Fowler's backyard pretty much uh, there in Ohio. So, you know, Fowler's always been tough there. Um, the only thing he has going against him right now is Hunter Hart with a little bit of uh, confidence and um, got a race win. Uh, that's the only dangerous thing, I think, that uh, he might have to worry about. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun race. Uh fast track um it needs to be a very fast track yeah very very fast pace so a little different um we went from we're going from a old school type racetrack to a kind of like new school like gp style track i should say yeah um a lot of open wood sections in this track i i've like i see walker fowler winning this race bar no anything like Bad, any issues yeah any issues not wrecking four times in one lap like <laughs> like he did last week i don't think you'll see that again that's um, something you, typically that's see something from you don't Fowler. see very often but um but yeah i see him in first um i see hunter hart in second a close second and uh i, I think coltrane's gonna get up there on the podium uh in third um he's been quiet a little bit too um not really been having the season that he, he yeah. wanted to I'm have. Sure, I'm uh, sh- so I'm sure he's wanting to finish out uh, pretty strong. Y- strong at this point, yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, I see Jerry McClure. Um, he's been riding awesome. So I, I see him third, fourth place. Uh, maybe, you know, him and Cole, Coltrane battling it out. Uh, so, yeah. So let me ask you this. Does What's the percentage that Walker Fowler ties Bill Balance this weekend? What kind of percentage are you giving it? 78 78%. He, he, How many wins does does uh Bill Balance have? Oh my gosh, like We just talked about it last week. I can't yeah. remember. It's Yeah. It's double. You know, and you know that's another factor that 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 that's interesting is is um you know Walker the monumental wins um, has maybe had a little bit of a mental block with those that uh, he's even minted that he's even mentioned. So uh, that's another factor that we got to factor in as well. And uh, but I think he does it. I think that he exceeds Bill Balance's uh, win uh, record by the end of this season for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's that's just insane to even think about setting uh, records, race records, like to win. And I'm pretty sure it's like 67 or something like that. It's up there. It's, yeah. It's up there pretty far. Um, but, you know, Fowler says he wants 100. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he even gets a eighty <laughs> or ninety, that'd be amazing, um, in itself. But uh, the bike side, yeah, you pick the bike side first. I oh, got, okay. I did the quads first. I so. got you. Yeah. Um, Only fair, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, man, Stu Baylor, Ben Kelly, those two, and uh, they they're pretty much what everybody's watching right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the tightest points battle on the track. Unfortunately. We won't be able to see Stu ride a, ride a quad um, into the last round. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Maybe next year, <laughs> Maybe right? next year, right? Maybe <laughs> next. Maybe the first round next year he can ride a quad. Like, Yeah. You know. <laughs> he didn't need to ride the first one this year, right? Uh, so I mean, if far. you're going to skip one, just do it first. Get yeah. out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Stu Baylor, man, it's so hard to go against him. Um, but Ben Kelly shot, showed some fight. And uh, the last at the end of that last round, um, I think Ben Kelly is going to is going to fight back and give get a, a one this week with a Stu Baylor and a real fought. I'm calling comes down to the last two turns and a real barn battle. You know, just a real barn burner right <laughs> right to the end. Uh, but a Ben Kelly win with a Stu second and a Thad Deval third. 
Thad Duvall third. That that that's pretty cool. Um, you know, Thad's been looking for for some good finishes. He finished fifth last weekend, and um, I'm sure that you know a third place would be welcome for sure. He's had he's right there. It's right had there. A rough his, year. It's right there outside of his house, man. It's like going right down the road. Oh yeah, he's I mean? he yeah yeah no, it definitely is a home race for Thad for sure. Um, even though he's a West Virginia boy, he's right there on the border uh, of Ohio, and that um, that Baroque uh, John Pinton facility is is. I'm sure a track favorite that he's looking forward to as well. Um, who's your second? I'm guessing Stu Baylor's your second yeah, place pick. Second, yep. And then you said y'all, yeah, yeah third, you said yeah. third, third for uh, Thad. Um, you know, right now there's a four point gap between uh, Ben and first place and Stu in fourth or Stu in second place. Um, those two guys, it's gonna like you said, it's gonna come down to who wants it more at mm-hmm. this point. Um, and that right there is a. Um, it is a, it is a, <laughs> like you said, it's a, it's going to come down to a barn burner. And, um, man, I tell you what, I don't think Stu's done. Um, oh, I, I don't mean. think Stu's going to, I don't think Stu, what I mean by that is Stu has a point to prove every time he gets on, gets yeah. on the bike. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to be a close race. Yeah. I think Stu's, <laughs> Stu's going to jump out in the lead and he's going to, um, He's going to ride away a little bit, uh, um, just to try to yeah. prove that point. Um, and that's no, that's no flack to to Ben Kelly. Ben Kelly is is you know riding amazing right now. But Stu's been getting better starts, and Stu's been been able to put that pace in at the beginning of the race to where he can maybe lay back a little bit and yeah. and ride a, just a solid pace throughout the middle of the race and then if he has to turn it up at the end of the race where Ben has been having to fight through the uh, pack that just like last weekend uh that was the case and um I think that uh I think you're going to see see Stu get out in front and ride a real comfortable race to the finish line um and and if that's the case I think would that give him what's the points is it 5 points I think that would give him a one-point lead uh, going into the uh, uh, second-to-last round, and um, I don't. I'm not saying I don't think there's going to be uh, close races from now to the finish, (laughs) Uh, but I think this weekend I think you're going to see Stu uh, uh, turn it up a notch, and um, um, like I said, trying to prove that point and drive it home. But I do think you see Stu finish first, Ben Kelly finish second. I don't think anybody else really wants to get involved with that championship. <laughs> I would say they want to let them. Ash- you know, Ashburn was right in the middle of it last week. And yeah, Ashburn was right in the middle of it last week, and I'm sure he understands the uh, urge- urgency that Ben showed to get around him. But, um, you know, if one of those guys shows a wheel uh, at any point in time during the race, you're probably going to see guys back off and let them go because that's where the that's where the battle's at. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of respect between those uh, those uh, guys on the XC1 line. Um, where a lot of stuff has happened this year is 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 with lap traffic. Yeah. And that's one thing that that you know when Stu jumps out front and gets away, or anybody for that matter, when you're the first guy to come up on on a lap lap riders. You usually get the worst end of the deal because they don't expect you coming, and once they see you, then ex- they expect people coming. Uh, so, do you think with the Burr Oak being a popular place, mm-hmm. John Penton being a popular place, do you look for that to be more of a factor this weekend because there's going to be more riders on the track? I mean, very, very possible. I was getting ready to say, uh, is there any team tactics coming in with uh, get Lane Michael, Josh Toth? Uh, <laughs> Josh Toth's been riding great. Yet. I don't think yet. I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, let's just say Josh Toth is in <laughs> second place or first place. Ben Kelly's right behind him. Does he let him pass? You know what I mean? Like, does he? Does it happen? I'm. I'm. I'm not saying. Like, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just giving you guys something well, to think about. Something to, I, to bullshit speak, about. Speaking. <laughs> speaking of team tactics. Um, I mean, we did see that a little bit last year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, because uh, I think Ben, ben Kelly let Ben Caleb buy. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, that's what we saw. I mean, I don't know what 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 Ben would say. I don't about know it, if but. he let him buy or if he was pulled <laughs> off uh, off to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, there was a lot of theories being floating around, yeah. and, and Caleb Russell was not even happy about that. Yeah. Caleb Russell was was looked like he was pissed. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, Josh Toth has been riding amazing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but. If he's out, you know, let's just say Ben Kelly. It's like I said, if he's in second, Susan first. Does Josh, you know, does Josh uh, slow down, let Ben by? 
Um, I'm just throwing it out Let's there. Let's just say that I think it's going to be a very interesting race. Yeah. And because uh, well, we got three rounds, right? We got Baroque, Iron Man, the, sec- the second Iron Man, and the um, the Buckwheat. Yeah, the Buckwheat. So we got three rounds. Man, it makes me want some Buckwheat. <laughs> you like Buckwheat cakes? Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pick my third place guy. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> You know, I could go with Ashburn, but I'm not going to go with Ashburn just because that's the logical. No, you know what? I'm going to go with Ashburn because you did not go with Ashburn. You went with that. Yep. Uh, Ashburn's riding, been riding him basically yeah. lately. And, uh, um, d- but what is interesting is, is like we've always said, he, he's the quiet assassin. Yeah. And uh, is he going to be the quiet assassin this week up to a third place podium? Yeah. Or... Is he going to do what he did last week and keep the front guys honest? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, man, wouldn't it be awesome to see Ashburn get a win? But yeah. Like, yeah, you guys can battle for the championship, but just do it behind and me. Second and third, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that'd be, that'd be awesome because I think it would even make the championship even more better because no one's getting that first place points, you know what I mean? So uh, I think it would be awesome. Like, could you imagine if, like, Stu and Kelly ended up, like, fourth and fifth, which, which would probably <laughs> never, ever happen, but could you imagine, like – I mean, maybe if they get into a heated battle foul, and take, take each, each other, other out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. Some yeah. fireworks going on for sure. Uh, we're, we're just drumming up all kinds of scenarios, guys. Yeah, so we got our picks in. Um, let us know what you guys think. Make sure you guys uh, uh, enter in the contest for the yep. free gut seat cover. Fourth place. Fourth place. That's going to be a good one. If I was you guys, I would pick Jerry McClure and Josh Tooth. Just saying. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I would pick. <laughs> I don't know who I would pick. Yeah. That's a tough one. It is Devin, I would like to see Devin yeah, Feehan get, back get it back, up. That'd be back great. up there. Um, you know, he definitely has shown that I he can do I wonder how many it. people will pick him because, you know. Yeah, there's going to be some people picking him for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, guys, we appreciate you guys uh, uh, jumping in on that contest. Uh, there was a lot of people that entered in it, and we're expecting more people to enter it this time. Yeah. Um, Spread the word. Yeah, yeah. Share yeah. it. Like it. And like I said before, make sure you make support it. the guys that support us. Support Guts Racing. Support Seal Savers. Make sure if you're going to Seal Savers, you use that discount code, yeah. uh, capital capital S split line. Well, yeah, get um, you some. Last couple of rounds might be Iron Man. It's always you know, It's always muddy. Wet it's up always there. muddy. Um, just so we'll, protect yourself. We took that. Uh, we took that Seal Savers. Um, coil saver off my yeah. bike uh, and we did it we videotaped it while we did it so we'll post that on the uh, stories yeah and let you guys see how clean it is underneath That's that right. thing so Get you some. i mean it's super easy to install and it's cheap it's not and like it's, it's cheap it's something you know it's cheap enough to where it's going to save you money down the long run because seals on your suspension uh you know you don't want to service them all the time uh if you, yeah if you don't have to if you don't have to if you can keep them clean why yeah. not yeah. right and we'll be doing the same for the mountain bikes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Guts Racing. Thanks to Seal Savers for supporting the show. Uh, Brandon, do you got anything? Give me uh, a final score oh, for the Jesus. WVU game uh, against um, against Oklahoma this weekend. Uh, 42-10, Oklahoma. Are you serious? Yeah. You don't trust our defense at all. I don't trust the Mountaineers at all. We blew a 27 uh, tw- Listen, if you're uh, going to be throwing scores out there, you better quit saying we. You ain't we. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you. All right. I'm, they make me so mad. I don't know. All right. I'm going to – you say 42 to 10? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I'm going I'm going 24 to 21. Oh, my gosh. West Virginia. Oh my gosh! They couldn't score. Jesus. They couldn't score in Nebraska. Nebraska's a train wreck listen, right now. Listen, <laughs> tell me one time besides the Bill Stewart bowl game, whatever that we beat Oklahoma. Come on. Well, other than that, other than that, we then, just won the Black Diamond and had, Trophy, and we had like the national championship team going. Like should have been in the national championship that year. You sound better. I'm just saying. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, but like I I like No Brown and all, but. Like, listen, we're in a Power Five conference. You got to put your foot down. You okay, cannot let off listen. the gas until the fourth quarter, until there's like seven minutes left. I agree with a, that. I agree with that. I mean? But he's only been there for three years. You got to give him a chance How to many get his guys. In. You got to give How him many? a chance to get his guys in there. Dana White didn't exactly leave him the best, the best of the best. Dana White. <laughs> Dana White. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dana did not leave him exactly the, the cream of the crop. Hey, did you see uh, what Nico Marchio did last weekend? No. You know who Nico Marchio is? No. That is our four-star quarterback recruit that's coming to Morgantown, yeah. West Virginia next yeah. year. Well, guess what? He'll have to bench Deggy for him to play. Yeah, because Deggy's like an eight-year senior yeah, right? next year. Uh, I suspect that yeah, Deggy either... I suspect De- that Deggy Green's either, his boy. He brought Green from Troy. Okay, so, so Green... So why not start him? Okay, I think Green's going to be your starter before the end of the season. I don't see it. <laughs> We should talk about football more often. We argue more about that I than know, we do right? racing. I, well. We agree too much with racing. <laughs> well, Dang it, Brandon. They're going to win this weekend. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I'll love for them to win, but I'm just right now, I'm just not impressed. And I said this about Virginia Tech, too. So, uh, you know, they should they prove me wrong. So, I'll just keep saying that they suck and maybe they'll win every I game. I mean, had we not had the, the, the half of the third quarter and the fourth quarter that we had, you'd be singing their praises right now because mm-hmm. they had a really great game up until yeah, then. Yeah. Defense got tired. Deggy of sucks. Off- I'll give you that. Deggy's terrible. Because the offense uh, let off the gas and, you know, that's just stupid. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I know you guys don't care about WU football. We'll see in the ratings. If you guys stop yeah. listening when we started talking I, about this, we, we understand. Coop, we understand. We, he, you know, it's a heated discussion around here. So. It is. I listen to a lot of WU football podcasts as well. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of time on the mower, man. Oh, got a geez. lot of time on the mower. Oh, hey, guys, thanks for listening to this week's show, episode 51. Uh, Mike Witkowski was on the show. Great, great, great guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look forward to having him on again. Uh, we look forward to breaking down the Baroque mm-hmm. GNCC uh, next week, and uh, we'll get another couple guests on the line. Yeah. If, you, if you're racing this weekend, good luck. Be safe. Safe travels. If you're listening, safe travels. Um, Don't forget about the 24-hour mountain bike race coming up at the end of October at yeah. Stonewall Jackson, West Virginia. It's mm-hmm. going to be a good time. Brandon and I are going to be out there pedaling our I, little hearts I, out. I don't know if I'll be out there. Brandon will be out there. I don't I don't. Brandon think. will be out there signing autographs. I'll, I'll <laughs> sign autographs all day. All right? I don't know if it's worth anything. If anyone really cares, I'll sign autographs. I'll let you ride my bike if you want to. Listen, it's not about riding your bike. It's, 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 I, I just know I am not close enough to be in shape. I don't like to show up and not finish. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna finish. Really? You only have well, to- I'm, my hamstring and my calf muscles ripped off in the after the third hour. Think about it. Like, can we not start out on like a six hour race? Or like, you know what I mean? Next like, year they are. They're, they're doing three races next, next year. year. They're doing six. Can we start out next year. <laughs> 24 hours like that's a long time but it's it, it's, i haven't even rode i probably of, rode six you know hours what? all year here's the thing i was talking <laughs> to craig casto mm-hmm. yeah the other day and he said you know i'm looking more you know you know what i'm looking forward to more than than the 24-hour race i was like what's that he's like hanging out with you guys yeah for 24 hours i'm pretty sure in a message he said no way Wait, what? In our text message, our group message, you said... You might want to go back and read that. Craig, Craig's the... Uh, I might be the driving force for this, but Craig's second. Yeah, well, you, you guys better be thinking about how you're going to fill the next six hours. That's a piece. Six hours with, like, no sleep. Think about it. We haven't, any, we haven't even done a mountain bike race at all, like, <laughs> ever. Think about this, guys. Ever. We haven't even rode. We've went out and rode an hour here and, like, dying. Like, eight, eight miles is going to take an hour, all right? If not longer. If not longer. And with no sleep. The muscles are going to be cramping up, ripping. This poor guy over here don't have an ACL when he wants to run a GNCC, but he wants to go out and ride 24 hours on a freaking mountain bike. <laughs> Makes zero sense. <laughs> so, in other words, Brandon's going to be out there. Um, <laughs> over under how many times Brandon cusses me in that uh, 24 hours. I'm going to set the over under at how many times are you going to see me? Mm-hmm. So we do I don't five. Have to see you. I'm going to say six. Six times he cusses me in that 24 hours. So. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, man. Hit by like, us so you can see a show. Yeah, I, I, I don't see myself doing it, but we'll see. I I got a football game the next day sometime. 
you're in. 24, in. 24 in. hours. All right, guys. It'll work. Episode 51. We're, we, <laughs> we are signing out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for Guts Racing and Seal Savers. We appreciate you guys coming on. It kind of went off the rails at the end, but uh, split line out. Peace. You're doing it. No. <laughs> you, you're just in a bad mood. You just need a Snickers right now. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs>